Excellent. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Join me every week. This is my brother, Pedro. Hello. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro. It's Creative Tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is the show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 420. Whoa. It is November 1st, 2023. Welcome, everybody. We are hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join the Discord chat room, you can use our link at the top here, discord.gg slash Adafruit. We'll take a moment to welcome everybody. We uh, started a little bit late because we were chatting it up, but we are here and we are streaming on all the networks this week. All oh. of the um, things got fixed, I suppose. Uh, so Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, and X, formerly known as Twitter, um, things got fixed, I suppose. Hey, uh, that's me. Facebook, LinkedIn. That's me. Are you watching me? Make sure that all the streams are going. Um, looks like StreamYard still calls Twitter Twitter, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it's going to take uh, maybe a couple of years for like the rest of social to embrace the new name change. But that's what happens when you change your name. All right. Going to give a shout out to Duester hanging out. Rosin hanging out in the chat rooms. Hello. And everybody watching on all the YouTube channels, feel free to comment. We can bring chats in and answer chats in all the channels. Um, at least the ones that are the main three, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. So, good morning. Um, anything else, Pedro, before I jump into the free stuff? Nope. Just getting the links for the coupon code this week. All right. We'll jump right in. Adafruit.com slash free. That's where you'll find the details of the freebies this week. $99 or more will get you a free PCB coaster with a golden Adafruit logo. Orders that are $149 or more, you'll get the free PCB coaster, plus an Adafruit KB2040. That's a lovely dev board with the RP2040 chip. For orders that are $199 or more, you get the KB2040 dev board, the PCB coaster, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And if your order is a whopping $299 or more, you'll get the free UPS ground shipping, the KB24, the PCB coaster, and a circuit playground express. Um, these get automatically added to your order as the tiers build up. And on top of that, you can get our coupon code for the next 24 hours. It's good for all of November 1st. It is noodles. We have two noodle projects prototype projects that we uh <clears throat> we <laughs> that we're working on um so that's the coupon code noodles because who doesn't like a good noodle all right and that is the freebies Woo. yay all right um this week pedro um we're catching up on projects you're working on qualia cases for all of the various displays and while we're working on that, I'm working on some holiday noodle projects, working on the learn guide. Couldn't quite get it done this week. So we do a roundup video of holiday inspired projects. We have so many beautiful projects that why not make a video highlighting the top, I don't know, five? Was it five projects or so? I think it was six. Six projects. So on YouTube and all the other socials, you have a nice video with video. Yep, you can mute it. Do you want me to mute it? 
you muted it. All right. I so, got it. I got it. Yeah. So this is this is fun. We've done so many projects that I love these videos because they remind me of what we've done. <laughs> so this is a countdown clock um, using CircuitPython and the mag tag. It's an e-ink display. I think it's running an ESP32, so it's Wi-Fi enabled, and it uses Adafruit I/O or something <laughs> or something. Um, there's a learn guide on it, but uh, uh, we 3D printed this cool little kind of stand that's very festive. Is it playing? Yes, it's playing. Yep. All right. Next one up is this really cool LED acrylic edge Acrylic. Laser cut. Laser cutters are becoming more accessible. You can get one at Michael's, for example. That's an arts and crafts store here in the States. And you can Wait, use um, acrylic. The Glowforge. I don't know. One of the Glowforges are at Michael's. Oh, remember? it's already there? Oh. Yeah, it's been I there. forgot. <laughs> They've been there for, I think, half a year, maybe more. Oh, geez. Um, there's a slew of uh, other, you know, affordable laser cutters. I use the CNC mill because um, Adafruit um, said I should get one. I got one back in the day uh, when it was well, other. We used to sell them too. Right. And we used to sell them. Exactly. We use them in-house for creating uh, prototype PCBs. I, use, I like to use it for cutting acrylic. So um, I've seen a couple of folks actually make this project with their own. Uh, laser cutters and their own um, bandsaw cut account. Yeah, their own design. So it's just a cool effect to create um, a cool stand, really, for pieces of acrylic that you can edge cut. Uh, yeah, edge lay. And Python code. And sorry, yeah, sorry, Python. Python code to do each individual little light up. Yeah. Oh, this one's cool. So uh, this is inspired by Rez, who is a um, mu uh, electronics uh, musician, and she has these amazing. LED PCB eyes glasses that she wears when she performs, and we got inspired to uh, to recreate that. And we have these PCBs that already have these NeoPixels, um, these diffused NeoPixels. And so all I did was created a frame, and I think I used an itsy bitsy and a lipo battery to make these uh, wearable. And you can see through them actually, which is kind of cool. And it's a code by Phil B. This is like a good mix of like I still love Halloween, but it's Christmas now, it's so Christmas it's using a now. cricket. And a motor. And uh, PIR. Oh, yeah, the PIR sensor. The um, DC motor. And that wheel for robots is added on there to create this nice little motion activated gift box, which is a nice little yeah. it's like uh, a prank. Nice little prank. Yeah, <laughs> it's inspired by the the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the box is this present's trying to eat you. Uh -huh. um, Hanukkah. This is a menorah. It's got the eight. Yes. Or, yeah, eight, no, nine, no, eight, eight candles, and the middle one lights the candles. Press the button, and it lights up the candle. So uh, uses NeoPixel buttons, and this nice 3D printed menorah. I think it's a cute yeah, this one. This one's been, Lamar has had this on the list for quite a while because she said a lot of the ones that are out there don't actually do this functionality, right? Right. They all just light up, and they don't actually work like a room mm -hmm. menorah is supposed to be lit on each night and of Hanukkah. Yeah, the correct order meaning that the first one is already lit. I'm guessing the other ones didn't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. It order. It, yeah, the order goes from right to left, and then the so middle one is what's used to light all the other ones. Functionally, so it's got some logic in there. Yeah, it's all done in CircuitPython. Is a Liz Clark collab. Mm -hmm. Another is this a Cricut project too? I think this one is a Cricut project mm -hmm. made in Make Code. 
Um, it right. is a Grinch fireplace. So there is this uh, cardboard with is it tinfoil attacked <laughs> as the conductor. I think it's, it's either tinfoil or copper tape. Oh, no, I think you're right. Copper tape, yeah. So as soon as they, somebody steps on the um, the rug, it'll activate the uh, Grinch to come down. So yeah. click it. There's a motor on there that's uh, making it move up and down as it gets activated. And then we have some NeoPixel LEDs to provide the uh, the flame here for the fire. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you can do yeah. so much stuff with the cricket. You can have sound effects as well if you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's sound effects on here. So when it drops down, does a nice little laugh. Um, yeah. And again, yeah, make code. So this was all done in a web browser, uh, completely editable. All the code blocks are still there. They still work. <laughs> so if you mm -hmm. want to build your own, yeah, just get crafty with the fireplace. Yeah, I think you have 3D printed mounts for the various, the yes. motor and like the holder for the paper. So the mm -hmm. Grinch is actually a paper cutout. I think it's maybe done with the Cree cut. A cricket, yeah. Cree cut, cricket. Yeah, because cricket, cricket is the dev board and Cree cut is the... Uh, the, the cutting plotter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's completely customizable. And uh, it's just a nice idea to like make a interactive kind of faux uh, decor, you know? Yeah, that's super fun building it. this one. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for this one. Mm -hmm. Since, uh, of course, we're releasing this on November 1st. So you have plenty of time to get these done. Yeah. Um, talking to uh, our neighbor rick <laughs> there's yep. like marketing for public he's like man we're already on the end of january for planning this year's over for us oh yeah well yeah when you're doing any type of business stuff marketing stuff be two months bro, ahead. you're on the next yeah you're on the next one already yeah it's like, very oh, business facing stuff has to think about it mm -hmm. that's probably why i'm working on this <laughs> yeah because it takes a lot of time to develop and iterate oh my god a grinch has shown up oh my god the grinch let me go to your mama mind. <laughs> it's bring your help. child to work day every day. Videos. That's great. Hmm. All right. Um, so very good choice of projects, Pedro. Um, yeah, I intentionally left yeah, somehow do because we have two months of having to post these, so I don't want to get old. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch I didn't add on there for time wise. For sure. As well. Yeah. Looks like the mag tags are out of stock. Oh no! Don't tell me. And the crickets thing. are in stock for the Circuit Playground Express, mm -hmm. so that's good. Yeah, we're we're slowly getting the um, the SAMD the Atmel chips back into stock. So bear with us as we get those back. Um, we recently got like the Monster Mask and the uh, the Halloween M4s back, Feather M4s, um, and we'll slowly trickle those out to the rest of the products. But you could always substitute them for an RP2040, right? Um, if if there is an available chip. So with that, uh, I'll talk about my LED noodle tree. Cool, real quick. I've been doing this links, oh, real quick, the links to all those. I just made the blog post live earlier, so you can see all the links to every oh, nice. project that was in the video. Yay. All right. So LED noodles are super cool. Um, I came up with this 3D printed design of a tree kind of thing. There are eight coils that wrap around and spiral into this tree shape they taper and then they have these little channels that you can press fit these led noodles into um so on the bottom here i have a cutie pie rp2040 and the aw9523 led driver 
it's a Stemma QT board. So I literally just connect it to the Cutie Pie because the Cutie Pie has a Stemma QT port. Really easy to put that together. And then um, the, uh, the LED noodles are wired into the pins on the AW9523 LED driver. Uh, you don't need resistors. We're still working on the code for it, but uh, this is the demo code that you can use that uses PWM to pull, um, to fade the LED noodles in and out. So you kind of get this cool kind of effect where they're fading in and out. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I wanted to create a cool new type of LED tree. I've done some with the Circuit Playground and NeoPixels. This time around, I want to use the LED noodles because they're very unique in the sense that you can mold them and press fit them into channels to make yeah. like three-dimensional shapes. Normally I've done like flat signs last year or maybe two years ago now I've done a, a, like a snowflake that was powered off a coin cell. I wanted to take that concept but make it 3D-ified. So I figured using um, coils to create this spiral LED tree was a kind of a neat idea. There's a cover here that has like a little snowflake imprint. And then the base here has a, a little PCB mount for the Cutie Pie and the LED driver. You can see all the wires there. You do need a lot of wires for it because there's eight of them, but they all solder into the um, the LED driver pretty pretty easily. And then um, I have, here are the voltage wires. You can see they're red. <laughs> and then I have like a heat shrink tubing, just like a, the whole heat shrink tubing uh, to keep them bundled up. Um, yeah, I just figured that'd be an easy way to kind of conceal it a little bit. I probably could have used white wire because then it would have looked a little bit more downstream. <laughs> but I'm still prototyping it. You have a little tree topper here that's just a uh, two halves that are glued together for the the little um, Adafruit star, and then this piece here. So it all prints without any supports. Uh, you'll want to use um, transparent, clear PLA filament for this, and then whatever shiny filament for the bottom pieces. Um, but it's all powered off a of USB-C because the Cutie Pie is USB-C. No need for a battery because it's supposed to be like a desktop kind of tree. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a cool idea because I have seen a lot of LED noodle projects, but not ones that are like really 3D. So that was the, the whole goal here. And then, of course, using CircuitPython uh, to do the fade animation for the LEDs. Um, there's a mix of two colors. We got red and green, although the green is showing up kind of yellow just because it's more of like a lime green. Um, but we have pink, blue, warm white, uh, red, I think I said, and there's, I'll show you the product page, but there's a bunch of colors that you can choose from. Um, they're not individually addressable LEDs. The whole noodle is addressable with the LED driver. So the whole noodle will fade in and out, but you could program, you know, blinkings and a combination of fading and blinking if you want, or you can individually say like, I only want the red ones to blink. And now I want the green ones to blink. You could do that too, which might be a fun thing. Um, but yeah, I've been working on this, um, I think for a couple of weeks now because, uh, making the coil pattern and then making it so that it prints without like failure was a thing. Um, but I think I finally got a good recipe for, uh, a good design so that folks can print it. Um, it's not too fragile. It's actually kind of, kind of nice. It's, yeah. It, <clears throat> it's, the structure is very, um, it's not flimsy at all. Yeah, it's there's like no infill. There, it's all walls perimeter. So, yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty nice. Peter, you got one. Solid. Yeah, it's pretty dang solid. 
Yeah, it's pretty solid. And um, the uh, the second, so there's eight total LEDs, and then on the inside you have mm -hmm. another pair, so that uh, so that you can actually go and weave in and out of them. So that was mm -hmm. like a learning thing too. Is like originally it was just going to be four LED noodles with like the support structure being the alternating coils, but then I figured why not just cut out a groove so I can stick stick another set of four LED noodles. And that ended up making this like so much more worth it because like you get this mm -hmm. really nice light, um, really nice effect. I think. Yeah. So I that yeah, uh, the only thing we're missing is it being on a turntable, <laughs> right? And spinning. <laughs> uh -huh. Maybe with one of those uh, slip, slip rings. Maybe mm. you can do that. Mm. I would I would just put it on the bottom base of it so you don't have to do any of that. So right. Getting this entire unit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe hide a USB battery bank in there somehow. Hmm. That's the only other thing that's like gonna wrap around is the USB cable. Um, but yeah, we have all the noodles in stock, and I'm working on the learn guide. Let's just type nudes, get the whole color profile. I actually forgot we had pink. So if you want a pink tree, Barbie pink, we got that. And then the product page is nice because you can switch between the colors here with this nice and the size. Yeah. Or the length. Yeah. Yeah. You see the green isn't really as green because that's just the way it, it is. Lime green, so yeah, it's lime green. Yellow. Yeah. Yellowish. Yeah. The blue might be cool for the tree. But uh, I figured red and green is very uh, kind of Christmassy. So I went with those. Yeah. I wonder what's the difference between the yellow and the warm white. I guess it's a little bit more yellow. It's like a peach. Really? But that's just the camera. Yeah, it, it's weird with the camera. So. Andy Hoodle, all of the LED noodles are in stock, right? Yeah, in stock, greens in stock, reds in stock. So. Pretty cool. Nice. And that is the LED noodle tree. We'll have a learn guide and video, I think, next week. We got to rush to get. Well, you already have your your Christmas tree set up, so I'm, I'm mm -hmm. leaning on you to get. Oh, yeah. I'll get the um, stuff. Yeah. We're going to set up our tree, I think, this weekend so we can get some, some shots. But, uh, yeah, let's get it early because uh, yeah. better to get away. these projects started early. Yeah, you never finish it if you start. Yeah, and it gives folks time December. to like, yeah, you have all of November to like print it out and like figure out if you actually want to build it. Do you want to create your own animations mm -hmm. and do you want to modify it? You definitely will be able to modify it. Cool. Pretty cool. All right. Pretty quiet in the uh, chat rooms. I think everybody's like hung over <laughs> from all the candy from last night because we I was hear gonna say even the kids are probably hung over too everybody right. woke up late <laughs> uh -huh. i know i did started just a little late but we're here now all Thanks right all the links to the led driver and the noodles and the cutie pie awesome. all good products okay. all right continuing on with what are we prototyping we got the next prototype as well we got a bunch of these screens in now the work begins with getting all the coding to get in and all of the um, the cases to fit. 
So mm -hmm. right now I am working on this uh, four inch round display, which is, take it out, take a look at it. It is not really round. It's more like an ellipse uh, or an yep. oval. Um, the the screen on where, where you actually see all the, the, the content is a circle, but the plate that the um, display is on is not. So a little bit challenging. And you can see here with the way that this, uh, the mount for the Qualia board on here, which we're using for all of the displays now, will be powered by the Qualia. Uh, this one has the S3 on it. And uh, you can see here the mount for it. It's a little weird. <laughs> you get like these weirdo, uh, you can't really see here. I'll show it in the sketch when we uh, talk about the project when it's released. Um, and then the shape, like to have the uh, where the ribbon cable connects the PCB on. And, oh, yeah. It's uh, a good channel there. Yes, yeah, so we have a channel for that. And then there's like, you can see here the uh, just the, the weirdness and the way that it's sort of like a squished ball yeah. <laughs> on the sides. So still trying to get that tightened up. So it's like, you know, where it's not so tight where you're like, you know, accidentally breaking your display by yeah. uh, inserting it. So it's a little yep. loose right now. Just a tiny bit as I close up the tolerances for that. And uh, I think the toughest part was getting the um, the mounts to go on there because it is sort of like a separate mount yeah. for the, oh crap, I forgot the size of this one. Uh, 3.4, 2.4? The, the rectangular one or the square one. Yeah, three something. Yeah, 3.4, 3.5. Let me look. 3.4. Yes, 3.4. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to do like the Ninja Flex buttons for this, just so I don't have to keep messing with trying to have this even thinner or having like chamfers where, cause it's how close they are to each other. It's just going to eliminate or not work at all. So I think I'm going to do go with the, the route of having a, like a strip of a three of a Ninja Flex. So each button can be uh, pushed in that way. Maybe like an overlay that goes over it or inserted somehow, I'll figure it out. Might have to push this back up or something. Something. <laughs> For this guy, the way I'm going to cut in, I'm not too sure. So um, this would have give you access to buttons, right? The A0 and 1, or is that for sensors? Um, I think you could do a button. Yeah. button or two. So I'll probably wire that, and it'll come out of the back or something. But I will try to go in there, do the same thing where I'm sort of cutting in like that. Yeah. So you can have access to it. I shall see. Yeah, it's okay if you don't. Um, yeah, because I'm trying to think like the use case of what this is going to be for. So if you don't even need a button, then yeah, if you yeah. do need it. You do need USB. So Yes, that is something I thought about. So having maybe the right angle adapters that we have. So it's pointing up. So you plug it in like that, like an Apple mouse. <laughs> which actually would work um since the uh, i'm thinking it'll be you know uh, on its side like that so it'll point outwards with the cable and that should work <clears throat> so yeah uh, the only thing left is getting the lid designs on there getting the code to work um I think there was like a bug with uh, chrome and in, in terms of flashing the 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 bootloader on there um but that should get worked out soon. So yeah, that's what I'm working on now. Just getting the lids and any other mounting uh, geometries figured out. Cool. All right. And if folks want the display, I'll pop in a link 
uh, to the square one and the round one because they are in stack. Yay. So yeah, so nice. this is the touch screen one. I think right away uh, off my top of the head use case with this one would be the demo that um, Lamar and Melissa have shown off. It's just, you know, the, the little drawing demo. Absolutely perfect for the kids. Definitely love that. So maybe another Etch-A-Sketch. I'm printing red with the handles on the side. I don't know. Sorry, I was gathering links. Um, yeah, this could be a good clock. I think that's what we're uh, we're gonna work on is like a. Mm -hmm. a oh yeah, like a Vince log clock. Yeah, what well, Vince just posted in the chat room, or in the Discord. That looks pretty cool. Let's see, ooh, that's that really is a good. really nice one. Yeah, with the tilt mm -hmm. clock. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good yeah, idea. weather displays. Um, that'll that'll look really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to incorporate that. Yeah, it's a cool idea because then you can um, mount the. Uh, we do have uh, ribbon cable extension cables, so we can mm -hmm. use that to like, you know, offset the board a little bit, the qualia board. Oh, um, yeah. To the, I mean, on looking at the board. thickness of that, it looks thicker than my case, <laughs> so it all fits in there. But if oh, yeah, right. we want access to the, to the extra buttons and yeah. Yeah, you want to have like a base like that. So, mm -hmm. okie doke. And that's what I got. Cool. All right. Yep. We'll uh, show more next week. Um, I have a quick one, a quick project, since it is, oh, yeah, since yeah. our coupon code is noodles. Um, we have these small, shorter noodles. And I wanted to come up with a 3D printed ornament using them so i came up with this thing it's a little bell shape and it has a custom case for holding a cr2032 coin cell battery which is just enough voltage to power one of these little guys and then i have um a little slide switch so i can turn it on and off it's blinking nice there it is i have to like press these together i have a little bits mm -hmm. of solid core wire that like wrap around the inside of the case because there's like a little channel for it so that's mm -hmm. kind of a neat way to create like a really like slim low profile coin cell holder because we have coin cell holders with built-in switches but they're you know one color fairly big um and they're not the right shape i think for like a a little elegant ornament like this so um, I posted on socials and folks um, are submitting different uh, ornament shape ideas. I think the the winner is, of course, the Adafruit Star. I'll have to use a bigger one, oh, yeah, a bigger yeah. noodle, the longer noodle. And then, of course, the, the, the pickle, the Christmas pickle. So I'll have that in green. Um, but I thought it was a cool idea to uh, create um, a custom coin cell holder that's like complementing the design of the ornament. So again, this is a bell shape if you haven't figured it out. And it has a little loop, but it's got that same method of like, you create a shape and then you create a channel for the LED noodle to press fit into. So it's very kind of modular in the sense that you can take the noodle out if you need to. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to swap out the battery. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, come up with some more uh, fun shapes. I think the pickle will be a really popular one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a pickle because it's apparently a thing. Yeah, the pickles everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the pickles are everywhere. So an LED noodle pickle in the works. Just going to do it. So anyway, coupon code noodles. 
get your noodles, light them up, create some fun ornaments. Very cool question on Discord. Um, MMU man is asking if you could use two CRT, CR, two coin cells in series for those that are getting empty on power, just so you can use them all up. I think so. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, for sure. We, I think we have a battery um, holder that, that does that. That has two, yes. I think I used that one for the LED noodle snowflake from last year. I think you're right, yeah. I mean, we, we have a couple there. different ones. We have a, a transparent one. Yeah. We have a black one. Let me see here. Oh, awesome. And thanks to uh, Country of Boom for $9 um, Super Chat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Country of Boom. Yeah, so the LED Noodle Snowflake uses the two CR10 coin cell holder. So yeah, this mm -hmm. is good for powering up to four because it's six volts. So yeah, you can definitely double up. What did I use on mine? Yeah, but as you can see, like they're pretty bulky, I think. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Like, uh, they they come in black. I guess you can spray paint it or something, but it looks like we have another one here that's like... Uh, I used this translucent one, too. Oh, no, this is just one, though. Oh, right. I actually have not seen this one before. Have you seen this one before? Pedro? Yeah. Yep, I got it. Huh. I grabbed, like, all of them. <laughs> really? The Ultra Hand. Huh. I could probably recreate this design so it can be clear and just reuse the guts, you know, the little spring mm -hmm. contacts and the, mm -hmm. just cause like, that's kind of what I created. Like I created my own spring contact with, I like, think the easier board. route is just make a, a cover case like I did. Mm -hmm. So you're just covering it. Yeah. I think it's bulky. Remember it's, a, it's supposed to be it a will get bulky. Yeah. They do but get bulky. you can do like 0.8 for the wall thickness. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a clear one that's nice. That's the one I'm, yeah, I used. Yeah, it's just single. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that's kind of nice. Same well, anyway, you can 3D print one and use solid core. <laughs> yeah. So all sorts of options. All right. I'll consider that one for maybe the pickle because uh, it is kind of involved to, like, create your own spring contact with solid core. Yeah. I do have a channel in the print that allows you to like kind of wrap it around in there hmm. the spring contact we i think also sell parts for the coin cell so just the individual parts oh, i'm not okay. mistaking you could also use copper tape i guess if you want to really mm -hmm. make it integrated yeah but having the integrated slide switch is like definitely a nice touch because now you don't have to like take the coin cell out mm -hmm. or maybe i'm thinking of the nine volt where it's just the connector going out to a barrel Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah, the 9-volt. For the Ultra Hand, for sure, use the 9-volt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, are we ready for Shop Talk? Uh, is Shop Talk the... You better just... make there now. No, Shop Talk is the Fusion 360. Oh, God, we're going to be in here the whole show. <laughs> no, I mean, we have a half an hour, so I'll, I'll try to be quick. I'll just show kind of like the finished version of it. So mm -hmm. let me share my entire screen. 
go into tunnel view. So Fusion 360 got an update, um, I think yesterday, um, where they have this new feature called fasteners. So they have an integrated way to apply fasteners uh, to your mechanical designs. Um, one caveat, though, um, you'll need to, you can only access the feature through designs that are created with the Teams Hub. That's the new kind of data storage for your Fusion 360 models. Um, they have a single uh, user storage, and then they have a Teams Hub, which allows you to share um, and collaborate your design. So that's just one thing I had to reach out to the support team because I wasn't able to get that feature. But it's super easy to create a Team Hub. You just click one migrate button and it transfers all your files over to a team hub. And then you can have a lot easier sharing abilities with it. Um, so under the insert menu, they have this thing called insert fastener. This is what the, the UI looks like for it. It's basically a better way to create screws than having to use the McMaster plugin that's built into Fusion, um, which is what I use a lot of the times. Um, but it's very involved. You have to like once you get your your screw, then you have to use like the pattern tool to make multiple copies, and then you you would use a joint to apply them to every individual hole. This is a kind of like a smart fastener thing where you add one screw, it looks at the body, and it'll add two screws. So let me see if I can um, do a quick demo. I'm going to add four screws to this PCB here. This is the, the LED driver that we're using in the in the tree. So I'll type in insert fastener. It has a built-in search. So I can say I want M25 screws. So I'll type that in. It will filter out all of the screws. So it's not just screws. It's washers, hex nuts, that sort of thing. Um, and then here are all the available screws. They have. Phillips, countersunk, flathead, roundhead, hex bolts, all those fun things. So let me see. I'll just do a regular machine screw, maybe this one. And then it's not working. <laughs> Does it need the, the, the hole the selected first? Yeah. Maybe. But the idea is that you get this little ghosted. Yeah, uh, preview, and then you're supposed to be able to roll over the uh, the hole. Oh, I wish that screen. option was right in that modal right there. Like yeah. So let me hole. let me try selecting where I want it first, and then this is just new, so I imagine they're gonna have some updates to it. Let me try M25 screw again. We'll do the countersink flathead for now. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Hold down shift while you're rolling over it. I'm holding down shift. Nothing. Control. No control. <laughs> yeah, it's still, I guess, a little bit. It could be also because I'm sharing my screen. Maybe the floaty windows. No, it. it worked when we were rehearsing. I know. Yeah, let me see. What did you select? The oh, PC let me... or the solid? Well, let me just show, um, where's my color? There it is. Yeah, because when you did it over there, that's a solid. In the, not so a in the timeline, uh, you get your insert fashion, insert fastener feature. You can right click, and you can say edit fastener. 
And then here's where you can kind of see what it is. So if you're using the McMaster insert, like once you, once you set it, it's, that's it. You can't change it here. You can, you can change it dynamically. So it's very parametric in the sense that I added one thing and it knows that, oh, I'm going to add four of them. And then you can change here the length if it's not long enough, or you can use these arrows to dynamically edit like the size or the length of your screw. And it's just a lot faster. So if you have like a really heavy mechanical design that's super reliant on screws, um, yeah. a good example would be like the, the synth guitar had a lot of screws. This just helps you figure out how many screws, what sizes of screws, and then the type of screw. So you can have a flat head or a, a button head or a socket head, you know, um, and then you'd be able to manage it much better. And your timeline is way cleaner because in that, like that example, I just said the guitar, my timeline is filled with all of these screws and joints. So this really bypasses all that and just cleans it up, makes it more efficient. It's a lot faster um, and it's parametric. So that is super awesome um, when it works. <laughs> Of course, live demos tend to be a little flaky. Yeah, I mean, with um, this one, again, yeah. you selected the solid, not a, the PCB board. Maybe that's what the issue is. Um, the thing is that it's supposed to work across anything. So you, you, you're not yeah, supposed you're right, to. It should. You didn't have to select anything first. Um, let's say I wanted to add some, some nuts, I guess, M3 nut. Let's see what happens. Oh, cool. Cap nuts and uh, eye nuts. Ooh, what's an eye nut? Yeah, you can see here how like now I can select things. Hmm. Now it's working. So it's supposed to work with any kind of whole geometry. So click on that and it it automatically sizes it. You see how it says auto M8, but that's because I selected this weird eye nut. So <laughs> let me pick a regular uh, hex nut here. There you go. You see how it automatically sees it? Nice. Mm -hmm. So I just rolled over it and it knows that it's an M3. You can change the material if you want. I guess this is like if you wanted to create a bomb, a build of materials for a real product that you're manufacturing, you'll be able to generate a list of exactly the screws, hardware mm -hmm. that you need for your product. And that just saves you a lot of time. And it's parametric. So nice. click, click Create and Continue. It gets added in your timeline. And then you can modify if you ever need to. Obviously, nuts wouldn't go there, but it's just for this oh, demo. No, it could. You could project the um, the hex off of that. That is into true. Into that, if you want to do it at a uh, countersunk. No. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. It's it's neat. So there's a new folder called fasteners, and you can see that they're all added there. Nice. So that's nice. So it's doing a lot of smarts behind the scenes. I, that's it's, how I'm going to use it. Yeah. To, yeah. To verify lengths to project the cutouts for countersink screws. Yeah. I just like that. I don't have to create joints for every screw now because that's how I was mm -hmm. doing it before with the McMaster thing. Um, yeah. So hopefully it gets some updates. As you saw, it was a little buggy, but that's because like version zero, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so that well, is my shop. That we don't have a 40 core M3 <laughs> Mac yet. All right. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, that is this week's sh shop talk. Do I have any questions? Oh, I moved over when I need to move back. See, I posted links to the parts on a GitHub. So yes. all the parts that are there. 
Yeah, the, the quality board is there. Listing. Folks want that. Yep, that's what it used to project. Um, the red layer. Yep. And the red layer is on there too, if you want to see more detailed ones on a bunch of the Fusion 360 uh, walkthroughs. And yeah. I think it is now time for Community Makes. Yay. Oh, real quick. <laughs> Someone in the Discord is saying, are you thinking of the Jewel Thief? Yeah, that would be a good Jewel Thief, huh? You remember that? Jewel I Thief? Don't. What is it's the Jewel like Thief? It was just like a little light to you know use up all the coin cell um, huh. battery. I don't that remember was that. Yeah, I remember the name. I can't recall what it looked like, actually. <laughs> All right. This week's Time Lapse Tuesday uh, Community Makes is this really cool Snake Dragon using that tricolor neon filament this week. And it looks pretty cool, the way that the color changes. Obviously, the only downside with the way it took the time lapse is um, just so Ooh. much stringing on it. Yeah. I tried Ooh. another one with different settings, and it came out, I think, worse. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all over. You can see where I had to do so much cleanup on it. Oh man! But the colors look pretty cool, like the way that it's even without a time lapse, it's still the stringing. I didn't do it without a time lapse. Oh, so that's, I was like, that's maybe I could save it. <laughs> yeah, I see. So I just ran out of time. Okay. Well, it's a cool articulated dragon snake. Um, let me share my screen. To, this is a Colts 3D designed by designer Bold on Colts 3D. Let me do this. There we go. Oh, yeah, I forgot I could do that. Oh, man, I should have did that with the, uh, the thumbnail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can have it stand up in this cool yeah. canyon. And um, I guess I can wrap around your arm. These are really fantastic photos. <laughs> this looks like it was printed in some of that silky filament. Mm-hmm. Very shiny. Um, it is a paid design. Um, I think it's about three dollars, maybe two dollars. It's in euros, and I could be wrong with the conversion. Oh, let me go to in. Well, obviously, this really? is cool from the side. <laughs> there the it is, down. USD. Yeah. Uh, so I'm changing it to US dollars. Wait, where? Up here at the top, there's like oh, a. Okay. You can do ruble. You can do all the monies. Nice. So it's two dollars and fifty one cents USD, or as you saw in pounds or euros, it was two seventy one, I think. So it's a paid design, but it's because it's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. Again, the designer is bold on Cold 3D. It's a uh, no support all in one print, right? Mm -hmm. No supports required. What I like is that it kind of looks like a uh, one of those called things called the tree. Garland, garland. <laughs> yeah, for your holiday, Put your Halloween tree. tree. Right. Put yeah. it on Grandma's tree. Wow, it's a snake in the house. Poor Grandma. I think that's anyway, the tradition. Uh, the would you recommend the filament, Pedro? It's from Zyro, I think. Yeah, yeah. If you're not doing time lapse where your <laughs> head is moving out of the way for like yeah, 10 it's a really seconds of a long exposure shot that you need, then yeah, this mm -hmm. is excellent. <laughs> um, it is the yeah. matte uh, filament, so it is a little bit like um, a bit more flexible. It's not brittle, but it is like softer, definitely softer mm -hmm. than uh, the regular PLA. Uh, but yeah. the tricolor change thing is pretty dang cool. 
Yeah, I got myself that spool of uh, oh, yeah, last yeah. week you printed it. I have here my little tree topper part. Mm -hmm. um, this is a little bit different. I don't know the color name. It's on Amazon. Um, it is. But it's from the exact same. They, they come in like three different. They have like a gray, um, mm. this one, and the neon one. Yeah, there you go. Like rosy so something. He, Matt Rose. Yeah, that's it. Matt Rose. So they have Matt Rose, the neon, neon, and the gray. And it's from mm -hmm. uh, Zyro, I think. Yeah. I like it. Okay, cool. I left it in the printer and kept printing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to print some cases and see what it, uh, what they look like. Mm -hmm. Here is the Amazon link, and there are the three. I guess there's four. There's a matte, colorful mist as well, which is like oh, a nice pastel nice. tricolor. Oh. But yeah, the idea is that you have three colors. The gray one's kind of neat, three shades of gray. Um, it's PLA. Wow. And I want to try the gray. Yeah, Maybe it gives it like a... Yeah, this is great because like if you're doing something that uh, that looks singular, this gives it a lot of shade of color. I don't know. Yeah, it's perfect for like simple designs. Vince has said it'd be great for the circular case. Yeah. Yeah. Because at changing. different angles, the color changes. So it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, Zyro is the manufacturer. So good stuff. All right, that is this week's time lapse Tuesday. Long winded. Are we ready for community makes? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, starting off with Soul Enterprises. Um, they posted up a make of the. Heat set insert press. Um, they said a fun little afternoon project. Enjoyed printing and putting the insert press together. Experienced some wobble, but with proper torque, most of the play was taken out. They um, printed their own controller board for their um, Radio Shack uh, soldering iron. But yeah, it's a very you know open design, so folks can create their own. Um, Controller boards, bases, all sorts of things. Lots of mods are ready for it. So looks really nice. And they're using a piece of wood for the uh, for the base there, which is a good choice. Okay, after that, we have a make from Autobot. They printed up this uh, 2020 T-slotted extrusion wall mount. So if you want to mount a piece of 2020 to a wall, this is just a little bracket and uh, they got theirs printed. You can see the wall there has a bunch of uh, aluminum extrusion for various, you know, things that you want to mount on the wall. Uh, they say, so far, so good. Let's see what happens when parts start moving. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, the idea is that it has like a profile, a T-slotted profile, so that the, uh, the aluminum extrusion can slide along the mount. So, and it has two tabs uh, for, for, you know, screws. Very practical. I think you used this for the, was it for the hat? For the yes. Hats? Yeah, I hung hats off of it, yes. <laughs> you can hang, hang any other sort of thing, though. After that, we have a make from 3D Dave, or 3Dave. 
um, on printables. It is a make of the Kingdom Hearts Keyblade. Uh, no comment, but a really nice photo. So you can print your own Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. All support free parts. Um, and there's mods for it too, if you want to print like on a smaller bed, on a 3D printer that has a smaller bed. Cool. Just in time for Halloween, huh? I mean, this was posted the day before Halloween, so yes. After that, we have a make from Win Air. This is the Raspberry Pi Zero Game Boy Pi Girl project. One day it'll be revisited. Yeah. Um, Win Air says, I made this back in 2016. I will reprint the parts wow. with my new printer. Oh, wow. And uh, breathe new life into this little project. My God. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, sure. Does that have, looks like it has the X3, X3D stuff? Maybe. Smoother stuff. <laughs> yeah, could be. Oh, hi. Hi, Winnie. Winnie wants to say hello. Good. Here's our house cut. After that, we have another make of the heat set insert press. This one is from Tide Changer. It says super easy to print and fun to assemble. Can't wait to put it to use. And they printed it in this lovely red and black oh. combo. Wow. Looks like a stormtrooper yeah. or something. Yeah. And we're not done. Another make of of the heat set insert press. This one's from uh, Tayden in 85. Uh, they say easy to print. The base uh, was made by me in Fusion 360. And they have this really nice Whoa. hexagonal chamfered base that looks really cool. Looks like huh. they used a different uh, aluminum extrusion. This looks like a 2040. That's where you put two of them together. And you have like this really huh. rigid, you know, extrusion. Um, but yeah, the base looks really cool. Um, I wonder if their bed has that texture and that's like why it's it came out like that. Mm -hmm. Also looks yeah. shiny. Looks very shiny. Yeah. Very cool. All right, I think the last one to round it off is a Circuit Playground Express SnapFit mount posted up by uh, Creatrix Brit. It says, uh, excuse the mess around. This is uh, my make of the star model. The board fit perfectly and made all the differences in my droid build. What? Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, this uh, comes in different shapes, but it's just a nice, easy... Mm -hmm. Notes grew snap fit solution for a circuit playground express has these little tabs um, to hold the PCB down and then two extra mounting tabs. So you can secure that to another service. Don't forget space for a battery. Oh, that's right. In space for a little battery. If you want a nice all in one solution. Mm -hmm. So cool. Perfectly encompasses what our duties here are at Adafruit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you build these things, you never know where it's going to go. And a droid is like a good we do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take all these components. <laughs> yeah. Add more value to your boards. All right. Coupon code is noodles. Get 10% off if you want to pick up some stuff. It's good for the next 24 hours. All right. We covered the whole hour, Pedro. That. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I say we're over. <laughs> nah, we're good. Uh, so next week will be this LED noodle tree. Mm -hmm. uh, then after that, I think the screens. <clears throat> yeah, quality. Thanks. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do one more size. Should I do the 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 bar? The bar. Probably the bar next, right? Yeah. Let's ask uh, oh, tonight. Please. See if Lamar wants the bar. 
There's so many dealer's choice kind of thing. Like I was in, I was in line. I decided to get rid of so many displays. Yeah, too many displays. Oh my god! All right. Well, if you are feeling festive, it is the first of November. You have plenty of time to tackle a holiday-inspired project. Check out the Learn System for all inspirations. And if I get all the the socials. That's all that's going to be posted for the next two months. <laughs> yeah. All the holiday stuff. Cool. Um, anything else? I think that's it. That is it for this week. Cool. We get the coupon codes again. And then later tonight, we still got shows going on. Yep. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we have um, show and tell. You can come on uh, the StreamYard, join the Discord server. And then uh, I think... PT will post the link um, like 10 minutes before or five minutes before the show. And then after oh, after that is uh, Ask Engineer at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in for a full hour of open source hardware news, new products, Python news, and more on Ask Engineer. So Thursday, tomorrow is JP's workshop. Tune in to see what JP's building and get recaps of all the fun stuff that JP's working on. Friday is a deep dive with either Tam Foamy Guy or Scott at uh, Fridays at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And then Lady Ada's on Sundays from the desk of Lady Ada's on Sundays at random hacker hours. Uh, Mondays is the Circuit Python Weekly meeting, community chat. Tuesdays is JP's product pick of the week. So we have a show for just about every day. I was going to say, dang. <laughs> uh, yay. All right. That's going to do it for us. Um, thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in live and for folks watching on the archive. We'll see you later tonight and next week. But until then, remember to make a great day. Bye, everybody. See you tonight.